Hey everybody, I'm sure you're sick of hearing my voice. So for today's episode of Six Minute Monday, it's going to be taken over by the mastermind, Joe Tronzo. The format's going to be slightly the same and slightly different. So the same will be, uh, there'll still be six points. The slightly different are there slightly six different points. Thing number one will be an exercise that he's experimenting with. Thing number two will be a quote that he's thinking about. Thing number three will be a book or a movie that is impacting his life. Thing number four is going to be the craziest thing he saw in the gym. Thing number five is going to be something that he's struggling with in the gym. And thing number six is going to be something that he's proud of that's going on in the gym. Okay, enjoy. Bye. What's up, everybody? This is Joe Trunzo recording a six-minute Monday podcast. So let's start and let's hit him quick. First one, to help you in the weight room, boardroom, classroom, whatever room you might be involved in or you might not be involved in a room, an exercise that I have been toying with or experimenting with. That would be the dead stop row. Some people call it the pendlay row. Um, it's a row that helps you focus on your explosiveness. It's a lot different from uh, you know a dumbbell crock row, you know your one-handed bench supported row, or a typical bent over barbell row where you're recruiting a lot of lower back and, and hamstring and momentum work. The the barbell lays at a dead stop on the floor, and you keep your back parallel to the floor. You row the barbell to touch your chest. And then you drop the barbell back down to the floor. That's one rep, returning it to a dead stop. A lot more focus on core work and what I call actual back strength, not momentum, hamstrings, recruitment of other other muscle groups. A quote that I have been focusing on or has had an impact on me, this one is not really profound. I actually watched Carlito's Way the other night, which is not a particularly good movie, but uh, your mileage may vary. But there's a part in the movie where he says, when you can't see the angles no more, you're in trouble. And that one really, really struck a chord with me. I've been thinking about it for about a week now. Uh, in competition, focus on mental reps. You need to see things before they happen. You need to see everything before it happens. You need to know what your opponent is going to do. And knowing what your opponent is going to do is not enough. You need to know why they're doing it. Are they doing it because they want to do it? Are they doing it because they're going to do something now because they're trying to lull you into a trap for something later on? You always need to see all the angles. You have to be prepared. You can't walk through life thinking that everything is is at face value and accepting things at face value. And that goes even beyond a field or, or, or a gym. You know, if you if if you show up to work and you have a boss, you know, every, every day is a trial, right? You need to understand why your boss is assigning a certain project to you, why he wants you to do something. You need to see the angles. You need to see things before they happen in order to be adequately prepared. Uh, a book or a movie or a TV show that, that has had an impact on me. This one was close. There's going to be two. Right now, I'm reading a book called Ride the Tiger by Julius Evola. I'm a big Julius Evola fan. Uh, He's an Italian philosopher from about a century ago. He was criticized during his time as being anti-intellectual or maybe a little bit too conservative. Um, The premise of the book is if you're facing a wave of momentum, and whether that's social momentum or cultural momentum on more of a macro level or even just in your your life on a micro level, um, and, you know, that's the proverbial tiger. If you're in the face of a tiger and you can't tame that tiger, sometimes the best thing to do is just stay firm, hold your ground, and ride the tiger. And then once the tiger gets tired and it's worn itself out, you're in a position to strike and you're in a position to then implement your own plan. For him, it was more of a cultural thing. He thought that cultural, uh, you know, culture at the time was in disarray and it was useless to push back and try to conserve, you know, typical conservative culture. His idea was, let's just ride this out to its end. Culture will go where culture goes. And then 
once people have sort of stopped and moved on to the next thing, will be ripe to strike. Next one, weirdest thing I saw in the gym. This one I didn't see in the gym, but I'm a big fan of Alexei Vavoda. He's a Russian Olympian. He's also a champion arm wrestler. Um, three things I saw the guy do on YouTube this week that was just fascinating. Uh, the first, a 200-pound 200 200 decline bench and push-up where he lowers the, the bar to his chest. And then as he's pushing it up, he does a push-up. Uh, excuse me, a sit-up, not a push-up. He does a sit-up, and so he ends with the barbell overhead, which is just insane with 200 pounds. Another one, uh, close-grip bench press using the leg press platform. So he kind of straddles the leg press platform and uh, you know puts, puts a hand on each edge and close-grip benches it, pretty insane. Uh, and the third one I, I saw him do this week is a jumping dip, which is almost like a the concept of a clapping push-up, where once you push yourself up, you leave the ground and clap. This time he's going to the bottom of the dip and pushing up with such force that he actually takes his hands off the dip bar and lands back on the, the dip handles and, and keeps going. It's pretty, pretty impressive. Thing in my training giving me the most frustration right now is actually keeping weight on. So I got hit with the flu about a week and a half ago. And at the same time, uh, I eliminated gluten and dairy from my diet. Uh, I have some gastrointestinal issues. And so I've been struggling a bit. I have bleeding ulcers. And so I went through an elimination diet and realized that gluten and dairy were really working my stomach pretty bad. And guys who know me know I, I like to walk around about 183 to 186. I've actually gotten as low as 174. I've been trying to eat like an animal. I've gotten up to 176. I gained two pounds in three weeks. Uh, not ideal. Uh, trying my best. But I think that's the thing right now giving, the mo- giving me the most frustration is uh, – Trying to to grow without grains, I think, is an interesting way to put it. But yeah, grow without grains, it's tough. You know, I've been uh, doing all I can, but I'm I'm open to suggestions. The thing I'm most proud of in my training is, uh, you know, I've, I've I've broken the cycle from endurance training back to strength training. If you've listened to my previous podcast with Coach Mahoney, you know I'm an EDT guy. Uh, 44 minute sessions, all timed, all interval. The idea being beat your rep count from last week. It's not really a weight progression as much as it is pushing yourself just a little farther and a little farther with, with the same weight. I've snapped out of that now for about four weeks. I've, I'm on a traditional strength program. Usually when I do that, I just say, yeah, you know, I, I don't love it. I, I Mentally, I just, I want to go back to the endurance stuff. I want to go back to the endurance stuff. But it's been a month now. Uh, I'm still going with the strength program. Uh, hopefully that'll help me put on, uh, put on some weight and, you know, uh, tying back to the last question. So that is something I am uh, pretty proud of in my training because, uh, you know, I've been doing EDT for pretty much exclusively since 2014. So for six straight years, I, for some reason, I always go back to it. But I think I may have, uh, have broken that cycle. And just to go back, I said it was close on question number three with Ride the Tiger with Julius Evola. And I didn't mention what the second one was. That is a podcast by Eric Weinstein called The Portal. Uh, big time recommendation. Don't have enough time to get into all of it. But if you're a critical thinker, and if you see that the world right now is a little too bifurcated into A and B, and you feel like you kind of operate in C, uh, that's the podcast for you. All right, that wraps it up. Enjoy your Monday.